Thank you. Thank you very much. I'm glad to be here. Thank you. Um, Cherise, can you just take us through what um, data science is? Uh, sure. It's actually uh, pretty much in the name. It's mm -hmm. um, focused on, on data pretty much. It's with fundamentally with the goal to gain insights and knowledge from any type of data that you can think of, structured, unstructured. And I mean, in this day and age, um, they, we have so many different sources. We're not just talking numbers, we're talking sentiments, people's ideas, people's feelings that we can literally use to be able to gain insight. Um, and usually the way in which you do that is through exploring the data. So what data science is, is bringing together a data exploration in essence, where you work with the data, you clean it, you understand it, and then in essence, you apply machine learning algorithms to be able to gain that insight and to be able to say to an organization, an individual, look, this is what um, would be meaningful to you given the data that you have. So it's, mm. it's actually a very fascinating field, very much a science, yes. and it brings together various different aspects, um, which is what I've always found exciting. So it's um, mathematics, statistics, computer yes. science. It's, it's a very, a very, very exciting combination. No, I can imagine. I can imagine, especially because um, maths and um, information and IT work so well together. Yes, yeah. definitely, especially in, in this new world where in many ways, I think mathematics finds expression through IT, to be honest. Exactly. Um, I think that's where it, it actually can find its meaning for, for all of us. Yes, yes, agreed, agreed. And how did you get into um, science, data science? Um, so it's actually an interesting journey. So I did, uh, I did teach as in the like what feels like um, forever ago. Um, <laughs> yes. I'm a prof I was a professor at Fitz uh, University in the School of Computational and Applied Mathematics. So my origin, I'm actually a computational mathematician. So that means that I engage in numerical algorithms, um, numerical analysis, kind of solving problems that you can model through mathematics and then solving okay. them through numerical algorithms. So basically where a pen and paper is not going to help you solve the problem. Um, and what's interesting is, is that the world has now very much become focused on, on data. So Basically, how do you now describe a problem, not through a model, but through, through your data? Being able to say, look, given this in stack of information I have, how do I describe my problem? And that actually just allowed me to shift my focus um, from models to, to, to data problems instead, but the skills were still relevant. Um, yeah. And I'd reached a point actually where I was very much interested in the practical aspect. I mean, being an applied mathematician, you want to see things actually become real um, right. and happening in the world. And so that's when I decided to go into industry. And that's specifically where, where my, my skills actually became um, very useful within the realm of data science. Oh, wow, that's interesting. Um, do you sometimes miss being a lecturer by some chance? <laughs> um, I, I think I was, in essence, one of those. I was a born academic. Mm -hmm. um, I loved the research. I loved the teaching. I loved using my research to teach. <laughs> um, 
Um, I loved watching young individuals become the best they can be. It is one of the most exciting processes, and I was truly privileged to be a part of that uh, for with many individuals. So yes, I definitely do miss academia. Um, I do miss teaching and the engagement, especially with some of the top intellectual minds I've ever met in my life um, across the world, which is exceptionally exciting. Um, but I think, I think what for me has also been exciting is actually moving to, to industry where I now get to work with a lot of my students. In my current yeah. company, there are quite a few of my students um, sitting. And that's also very exciting to see how talented they are, to see what they are now becoming. And it's, it's the next stage in their journey. And I now get to see it from a different perspective. So it's, I think for me, it's, it's all interlinked. So, yeah. Yeah. And it sounds like it's very fulfilling too. Um, so yeah. what does a data scientist do? What do you do on your normal day today? Um, so I think it's actually quite clear cut, very much, um, very much a structured process, but in each aspect, there's a lot of creativity required because either, every, every data set is different. Every organization is different. Every structure that you'll work with is different and it impacts on the science that you need to use. So in essence, what you do as a data scientist is that you collect the data from a variety of different sources. You bring it together in a structured or unstructured, depending on what you need fashion. It needs to be cleaned. It needs to be transformed. You basically end up, we call it uh, data wrangling. It literally feels like you're wrangling with the data to try and get it into a manageable and meaningful format so yeah. that you can actually gain some kind of meaning from it. And to do that, you often employ statistical methods, machine learning algorithms, um, so that you can develop models, which is usually the end goal for, for um, this entire process. So what are the models? Well, we're talking about recommendation systems. So you go on to take a lot and you're looking for a new top. Yes. When you type into the search engine and it completes it for you or it gives you suggestions, that's data science functioning in the background. When you oh. do predictions for, um, for instance, in what, what is going to happen in financial markets, that's often data science being implemented. When you do a sentiment analysis, so if you're on um, a social media platform and you want to get a sense as an organization what your clients think of you or what their sentiment is, to do that, you need data science. Um, customer segmentation, to be able to understand your customers. Many organizations are interested in this because it helps the market better. It yes. helps them provide you as the individual rather than as a group, but as an individual, uh, much more specialized products. Um, so it really is aimed at helping improve that customer experience in a world that has expanded very suddenly. Um, and so, yes, that's basically what a data scientist does. Oh, interesting. And is it also safe to say that data science is basically involved in everything we do? <laughs> It, it is, it is, related, it is in, incorporated into so many different aspects mm. of our lives and people are completely unaware of it. Yes. Um, it is actually being used, given so many of the comforts that we experience currently, like even communication with some of your, um, some of the businesses that you engage with. So with your bank, or for instance, or um, many of the marketing people that contact you, they're using a data science to pick you 
in many aspects. Yeah, so your engagement with other individuals is often guided through data science. You're just not aware of it. It's being used for, in, in the context of um, images and 3D printing, there's so many different aspects where this kind of science is touching, engaging. And that's what's actually exciting for me at the moment is that so many different aspects of science in general is starting to engage with each other. So problems are often multidisciplinary. Mm -hmm. And data science is one aspect that's often needed with other disciplines to solve a problem that matters to society. Yes. Oh, I see. Wow, that's very interesting. Um, I actually didn't know that about data science. So I've learned something new today. Thank you for sharing <laughs> that. Um, so um, what learning resources do you use? Um, so that's actually a very, very good question. And it's actually a very important one um, because it using appropriate learning resources can really impact on your ability to be good in the field. So because I had an academic background, I've been trained to do research. And one aspect of that is to be able to isolate good, le basically learning resources. Mm. Um, so for me, it's a very instinctive thing where I go online and I search and I can very easily assess the quality of something because I have enough of a strong enough background in the field to be able to assess if it's a good quality or not. Um, but there are a lot of uh, online courses, many in fact. Some of them are in fact free and they're of very good quality. Um, they are programs that they charge you heavily, but they, they definitely, they are worthwhile engaging with. Um, one of the, one of the uh, platforms I've used a lot is Udemy. Um, yep. we also my use Udemy. Used, yes, one of my colleagues has used DataCamp. Um, which was found to be very effective as well. There's, there's really a variety of, of resources available. And if you're unsure, one of the simplest things to do, in fact, is to search for good resources online. You will find articles from individuals that are currently practicing in the field, and they will list for you in detail the courses that they did, um, either online or um, through university or however it was that allowed them to be able to become as good as they are. Um, in essence, you need the fundamentals. You need a, a good understanding of certain aspects of mathematics, statistics, yes. computer science, applied maths and physics can even assist. So the fundamentals are necessary for you to, to engage with the field. But um, there, there are a lot of individuals there that um, provide clear guidelines um, <laughs> online to basically assist young data scientists. So it definitely there is, is a lack of information um, and you can find your niche very much by engaging with the different individuals online and seeing what they did to become a data scientist so that you can specialize. Mm, no, true. True. Okay. Um, thank you for that. Um, will you be able to please share some of the free um, online material that is available out there just for us to share with yes. our Go coders? No, definitely. Definitely. I can give you a list of um, different um, resources that I've used or that I know to be good. Okay. Um, I'll definitely share them with you. No, oh, thank you. would really appreciate that. Um, especially because I don't think um, as a graduate, you 
quite your eye is trained very well to actually spot out what is good information and also what is right agreed yes. no and that is it is very difficult and mm. there are many people online that are not really equipped <laughs> to to provide information to young people coming up a hundred percent and there's just so much of the, that information that's actually available unfortunately yeah so no, that's true yes so thank you for that i um, will definitely share with the girls after the chat um can you please just share one of the biggest challenges that you've experienced um in this field so it's actually it's quite interesting that you you raise the challenges mm. um i think one of the main uh challenges that i've experienced is a lack of understanding uh of the field and i mean in general um, AI, machine learning, data science, all of those have become buzzwords, but these fields have been around since at least the 1950s, if not, if not before then. Oh, um, people that have been working fields. Yes, people have been working <laughs> in these fields for a very long time. Um, and if you talk to a statistician, for instance, they'll laugh at you if you say to them that a lot of the data science techniques are new because they've been working in what we now call big data for a very long time. That is what a statistician did. They engaged with, with data. That was their job, big and small data sets. And those are different challenges. Um, so what's now happened is that these have become buzzwords and everybody thinks they're exceptionally new and also more that they truly understand the field and the different aspects that you engage with when you're in the field. And this makes communication tricky. So in industry with clients, for instance, Mm -hmm. um, the term, use of the terminology isn't correct and it can it becomes kind of like a problem in communication to make sure that you're understanding each other and in academia it becomes tricky because you're focusing on curriculum development so creating the necessary courses but now what have been long-standing courses in st stock fields like um, mathematics and statistics and computer science now suddenly have been given new words <laughs> but yeah. they've already existed beforehand and it's very much at the moment i think with the buzz that's happening it's it's kind of like you're trying to get the old world to merge with the new world mm. um so that communication can become effective so for me that's that's actually that's one of the challenges and i think the other challenge that i've experienced in the field and i think it's it again speaks to the interdisciplinary nature of data science even within itself is the is the wide range of skills that you need in order to truly be effective as a data scientist i mean every day you you get up and you think okay i've i've now got the skill set that i need and then something new happens in the field and there's a change and an update and then or a new new piece of technology comes out and you have to learn again so you literally need to be the kind of individual that enjoys learning because it's fast-paced there's constantly new things evolving that will impact on the field and hence on your level of skills. So yeah, those are, those are definitely challenges, I think, for, for many people in the field. Oh, no. But um, with that, uh, never stop learning. I've realized that with a lot of careers nowadays, you, you literally have to be willing to learn all the time. And I think a lot of the graduates are now catching on to that. Mm. Um, which is why they they do excel once they get into corporate. So it's, yes. it's pretty cool. I think, 
-hmm. You are completely spot on. And I'm very glad that this, I'm hoping that this realization will spread faster um, than, than anything else. Um, because it is the way of the world now. You yes. are learning all the time. So in many ways, university isn't just about, about um, learning material. It's also about learning how to learn effectively, fast, and with a goal in mind. So even if you're, for instance, doing a subject that you hate, see it as an opportunity to learn how to learn effectively because in your job, I can guarantee it, you will have to learn things that you do not enjoy and you will have roles or duties within your organization that you do not enjoy. Yes. So see university as that opportunity to start learning that skill. And it's actually, I've noticed that individuals that honed that skill at university, they, they go so far, so fast um, in their jobs. So you're completely spot on. Yeah, no, that's awesome. And as a female in this space, um, would you motivate other females to get into it and why? Um, so for me, I would motivate in, uh, individuals who are interested in, a, in the quantitative work, in, the, in machine learning algorithms, mm -hmm. and that love coding. Um, you need to really enjoy the field to be able to be good in it. And I think this is actually, given your comment prior to this, I think that's probably true of many fields now is because you need to constantly be learning. Yes. And if you're not enjoying the field, to have to constantly learn within that area is, is really not going to make you happy. Um, so I know that there, there's a lot of hype around doing this because of the extensive job prospects, et cetera, et cetera. Yes. Um, but I would really, I would advise, I would advise um, females to go into the field who enjoy it. And I would advise you to, when you start this journey, to not be scared, to not be scared of it. When I used to, um, I taught first years for many years. And it was a very interesting difference in terms of how girls would approach coding projects versus boys. And this is completely in general, obviously. Yes. Girls are often, they really do want to get it right. They want to put effort into everything that they actually give you and hand in. And so often there was this initial hesitancy to just try anything and everything. To just, if it didn't work, then that was fine. Um, you know, whereas boys, I mean, they see everything as a toy, so they just go at it and probably break it within 10 minutes. Yeah. Um, and for me, with girls, I found that even the, some of the best coders that I ever saw, they still started off with that initial hesitancy, that it's almost like scared of getting it wrong. And there's a saying, um, especially in industry, but it's, it's kind of, I think, a standard thing now, is you need to fail fast. So... I would say that if this is the field that you want to go into, um, know that you need to be able to fail fast. You need to go for it, run at it and grab it with your hands and not be scared. Um, and I think uh, given the women that I've known in my um, time, women are strong. <laughs> yes, extremely. So I think they very much have the capacity to make a huge impact on this field. So tap into that strength. Don't be scared. Um, and it's a, it'll be a very exciting field for you to be in. No, and I have to agree with your point that um, generally, if you have a passion for something, you, the fear of failing isn't that big. 
because yes. that determination the determination will definitely push you it's and true. you it'll get you to to keep going so mm. yeah so when I, it's I, tough yeah <laughs> when it's tough so when it's, exactly and that happens i mean we all know you it's they they're going to be projects that will drive you crazy and that's yes. exactly what you're saying when you're passionate about it it won't break you but, uh-uh. and you will succeed because yes. it's just not in you to not succeed um and yeah so if you love it i mean i i was horrible at coding for instance horrible at in first year level mm. it took me up to honors to really get it to have that that click happen in my mind where i suddenly saw it but i was stubborn and i didn't give up every year every project that i did even when i failed at it I did everything I could to do it properly and I worked hard at it because it wasn't a strength of mine, actually. It wasn't mm. my, what I was naturally good at, but exactly what you're saying. I was just like, no, I'm going to conquer this. And eventually I got there. So yeah, just don't give up guys. Don't give and up. Yes. And which is why I'm very excited about having this series of podcasts because it's situations like this where you share your story like how you didn't give up and we can use that to motivate our girls out there. Yes. And it's, no. it's not, um, I think uh, when you, when you study, there's, especially amongst girls, there's often, a because um, I mean, there's so many top achievers. I mean, we, we, mm. we have such a talent in this country um, and they think that they need to be good at everything that they're studying. Yes. And I, for instance, was, terrible at statistics <laughs> i wasn't it was not a natural i had a friend actually she was she just saw it like she just understood it it was just a natural thing for her and for me i had to really work hard it was my most difficult subject i had to work at it i remember in second year my final mark was 59 percent, and it is the mark i am the most proud of to date because you because didn't because I didn't quit and because I knew it was difficult for me and but I just I just didn't give up and so I always remember that when things get tough and I say to myself you know what you didn't give up then and you were much younger and less experienced so you have no excuse now just just keep on pushing I love that that's absolutely amazing and well done and yeah it's good that you didn't <laughs> give up. It's, 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 it's really motivational. It's really motivational. And um, do you have any advice or final words? Although you did just motivate us immensely. <laughs> um, <laughs> for anyone out there. For anyone who wants to go into the field, yeah. I would suggest you do your research. <laughs> Understand the nature of the field. Get a real sense of it. Like, um, not just the science aspect, but what people's experience of it is like that end experience that you will be giving to people out there as a day, as a data scientist. Um, also, I would, I would just remind people, you don't have to do a special undergraduate degree in data science, complete the fundamentals, do the mathematics, do the statistics, do the computer science, applied maths or physics or it. Those are also good, good, um, options. Even economics can give you that business sense. Um, so do core subjects. You can always, in postgrad, you can specialize if you want to. But even there, many data scientists step in with the core fundamentals. And that's what brings it all together for them. Um, so don't get hung up on the buzzwords. And 
like we were just discussing, don't give up. If it's what you want, you take it. The one thing that I always um, found strange about some students who would would be demotivated either by a lecturer or by another student and um, feel like, you know, or, or some kind of engagement they've had with somebody in their family and they would just feel like, oh, you know, I can't, I can't do it. Or, mm. And I would just always say to them, and for me, this is such a truth. This is your education. And one day this will be your job. Yes. Take it. Don't let anyone stand in your way. I used to sit outside my lecturer's uh, offices for, I think once it was for three hours until she came back because I had a question. I had lecturers who <laughs> had difficulty speaking English um, because they were international uh, academics. They came from overseas. Oh, okay. And I would sit with them for two or three hours after class and they were good academics and they cared. And we would talk and talk and explain until I understood it. Um, whatever little thing stands in your way, we've all, we all experience personal difficulties. It is, you're not alone. You, we all experience difficulties in learning, in being able to learn. And the fact that it's not always easy, it's not comfortable, but it's not supposed to be comfortable. You are, you are creating your future self mm. and that takes hard work. So I think the biggest piece of advice I would give for anybody is just take your future into your own hands. Do not let anything or anybody else stand in your way. And um, there are so many different things in this world that can support you and guide you, yes. but obstacles, there are opportunities for you to learn how to become your better self and take them as such. Yes. You heard it for yourselves, Goal Coders. The future is yours for the taking. Thank you so much, Cherise, for motivating our girls. No, I, I hope it did a little bit of good. And thank you very much for the opportunity.